Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, welcome to uh, Joe Squared. If you like us, uh, subscribe, tell a friend, tell your mum, tell your sister, tell your brother, tell, tell, you, tell all your friends, your girlfriends, your boyfriends, grandparents. A grandparent would love a listen, you know. Might make them feel young again. So <laughs> put a little review there, subscribe, do your thing. Thanks. All right, we're back. Joe Squared. Uh, we've sports. sports. We've done it once before. Uh, it was received quite well, so we thought we'd come back, you know? Thought we'd come back and do it again. It's what we know. Yeah. We're sporty guys. We're not technically physically fit or good at sports. <laughs> hey, bro, I'm quality uh, well, golf. You've got golf. Yeah. Yeah, barely a sport. It's a pastime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a spectrum within the sport where there there are definitely athletes that play it uh, at the highest level, but there are also people at the highest yeah. level who are large, rotund males who drink a lot, you know? Yeah, who's the guy? The uh, John... Sweeney. Oh, you've got John Daly. Daly. Who, Daly. That's... Who's a heavy drinker, coke user, um, swearer. He loved Diet Coke, I swear, as well. Uh, yeah, and, uh, and, the, big and the powder guy. stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there was, there was John Daly. Right now, we've got this guy, Shane Lowry. It's like, he won the Open. It's one of the, the British Open. Uh, and he's a large fellow, you know. Uh, so... But, I mean, do you need physical fitness? I think to maintain uh, consistency, I think. You, I think it's better to... The guys that work out seem to be at the top of the leaderboard a lot more often than other people, you know. And is there is there much of an injury risk? I think, actually, conversely, the people who work out more are the ones that get injured more. So this Shane Lowry guy... <laughs> this Shane Lowry guy, he's never been injured, but he's like... He's hit and miss. Like, he's so talented, but it's like he doesn't maintain that that level of consistency. So yeah. he'll, he, he, he's streaky, you know, he'll have like a really good week where he's like playing to the best of his potential, but then not another week. And I, I think personally, this isn't proven, some bro science, um, that I think that's down to physical fitness. Not because I think he's, he's more than talented to like win every week, but I think down to fitness. Sometimes you get those guys that, that can compete with the with the best of the best without without being physically fit. Like I the, suppose so. You've had it in the UFC. Like who? You've had just fat dudes. This guy, Roy Big Country Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a fat guy with a big mullet. A mullet and a big beard. Yeah. And a massive belly. Okay. And, but he just had that. First of all, he could take, he could take punches. Which is if you're not going to be the the fastest guy, mm. is important. <laughs> and he just and he had just a hell of I think it was an overhand right that he would just knock people dead. Really, with. that's great, man. 
But it's a spectacle, though. Of course. That's what, that's what the people want. But there, there was this guy that I was watching. I told you about this French guy who's like a kickboxer who uh, uh, is like a... Yeah, I think just a kick, professional kickboxer. I don't think he ever fought in the UFC. But um, he went to Thailand and lived in Thailand and sort of just drank copious amounts. Oh, yeah, yeah, copious yeah, amounts. And uh, could just school anybody in the ring because what he was doing out in Thailand was just fighting all day. You know, they were just fighting drunk, fighting with no sleep. Yeah. And just, they were in the ring all day, you know. That, actually, that came up on my YouTube recommended because in the, in the Ultimate Fighter... Yeah, like, exactly. They bring him in. The UFC is like X Factor. Yeah, GSP brought him in to train. Mm. And he, someone said that he, he drank before. Yeah. And then he he was just like hitting people with, with kicks that were inspiring that they had to sort of drop and take a few seconds. <laughs> he was just it. like an outlandish talent. No, but there there yeah. was some... he looked a lot like a like Mike Skinner from the streets. So much, so much. <laughs> I respect that look though. Just the same the same length hair as the beard. You know, that's what I'm going just, for right now. Yeah, actually, just a basic guy. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> not not as in not in a bad way, but just like yeah, you know. yeah. I don't know, but but the thing is, the they've got a different thing where I don't know. They just look more more unkempt. You because your hair is because it's short. Yeah. It looks like there's been some oh some some effort, some effort. Made, I guess. Where theirs is just grown out, you know, shaggy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, they uh, but I do. I like having those sort of anomalies in sport, though, or watching watching yeah. people who wouldn't otherwise be, you know, uh, like a contender or seen like you see even like scouts and stuff. They they have their idea of what a good footballer is, and they let people go, and then turns out that kid like makes it to be the best person mm. ever. Uh, but the. The thing is, I, I always feel like if you're one of the one of the others who works and diets and has like sports ma- massages <laughs> and whatever, and like sports psychologists, and then some guy who like drinks beer <laughs> and smokes and like doesn't train that much comes in and wrecks you, yeah. that must just be. How do you bounce back from that? It's, it must be heartbreaking, mustn't it? So humbling. But I think what it always does come down to is that the these people that are sort of talented in the sort of anomaly way is that they they still put the time in. It's just that they do they they have another life. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes. But they have another life. But like John Jones would train for like he said sometimes he would train for like three weeks. Mike Tyson used to do that as well. He would train for like three weeks before a fight. Like, yeah, when you're supposed to, I don't know, you're supposed to have like an eight week camp. At least like some that. people are doing three months. Yeah, you would just just train for three weeks, I guess, like to lose some weight. I don't know, I don't I don't know, know get what you fitness. focus on for <laughs> just three fitness. Weeks. Yeah, it must it's be more fitness, of a fitness yeah. thing. Yeah, crazy. Well, uh, Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. I don't know how long he trained for, but uh, he's dating a Brit stripper. From his club and wants baby with her. Yeah, God bless him. Yeah, he's uh... gonna make an honest woman out of her. 
Not that she isn't an honest woman already. Hey, man. Yeah. Sex workers and strippers, uh, I feel like there's going to be a union for them soon. Yeah, there should, yeah, should be. Everyone should union. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. But I, I think it's good that uh, these industries are just getting the, the, the sort of recognition they deserve or the respect, you know, because it's the oldest profession, some sex work, you know. I mean, we need to, if we're going to bounce back from from uh, the this this thing, yeah. this virus, yeah. then legalize all drugs, prostitution, drugs, prostitution, uh, drugs. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's, I've, I go back and forth on drugs, but we need like these things. Mm. Two of like the oldest. I that like it's what in in Sopranos. Tony Sopranos says this like these things. No matter if there's a recession, yeah. they're consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People always need these vices. If they legalize these, come on. Yeah, the- we're doing all right. The economy's back. It's a boom. It is. I mean... People need a, a little strange to get through these hard times. I, just, I agree with you. I agree with you, man. In, in other <laughs> sporting news, we've got uh, Andy Murray tested positive for COVID-19. The good Scotsman. Really? Yeah. Days before flight to Australian Open, but apparently he's isn't that delayed? Yeah, somewhat. Are they still doing? Yeah. Oh no, that was the F one. Oh yeah, the Australian F one is delayed, Uh, postponed. Yeah, postponed. Um, So yeah, that's a shame because he got a wild card. (laughs) He could just live off wild cards. He doesn't even need to get. People must be so annoyed. Like people. What is that? You don't you don't have the ranking, but they bring exactly, you exactly. Yeah, but he could live off wild cards for the rest of his sort of maybe year of a career. <laughs> but if you can't get your hip resurfaced and perform at the top level. I don't think anyway. I mean, this guy trains. We we talk about training. This guy is dedicated beyond belief. I watched that documentary about. So he's him. got to cut back on that. Don't train, just play. Yeah, exactly. That's what I would say. Put in less time training. Show up to compete. Yeah. Because he's put in so much, but he's like, tra- yeah, no, I see. There is actually some truth in what you're saying. Um, because he's trying to build muscle around where these things are, but really you're putting strain on the... Yeah, you take an impact. Ridiculous, man. Should just be playing games. You should be a sports uh, guy. I'll call up Judy, whatever her yeah, name is. Judy. Tell her she doesn't know what she's doing. Make way for a for a real a real goddamn tactician. Don't train, just play. What about his brother? His brother's a isn't his brother a tennis yeah, player? Yeah, yeah, he's a doubles doubles player. You don't want to live in that shadow. <laughs> they he he, he a wins a lot though. He wins he wins majors, he's won majors as a doubles guy. He's a I wonder what that is being a doubles guy, but but not making any yeah, any ground as a as a single. You want to be a single. That's where all the glory is. Exactly. But I mean, you want you want that 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 shot of you like on your knees after a big <laughs> win, drenched in sweat, crying. That's how you're describing something else, brother. Hey, come on yeah. now. Um, Jesus Christ. McGregor's fighting, but in an interview I just watched this morning, he was a. Uh, saying that it's about 90% close that he might fight Pacquiao. But he's talking about, in this interview with McGregor, he was like talking about getting back into the MMA and sort of fighting more, fighting for titles and sort of building a rhythm. 
like he did at lightweight before because he's trying to like take over the lightweight division or something he was talking about. And then that just got totally thrown off when he said, oh yeah, I'm going to fight Pacquiao this year. It's like, what, how does that make any sense? Why don't you just stick to MMA? Yeah. I mean, he was saying this stuff because he fought, I think he fought January last year. Exactly, but he apparently yeah. wanted to fight during this year, uh, during 2020, yeah, yeah. but uh, Dana... Yeah, he wanted to do the same, yeah. but then obviously the pandemic. And I think they didn't want him to fight during the pandemic because because of the... This is just, this is just my... <laughs> conspiracy theory but it never amounted to anything because they would miss out on all the like it's a big event mm. and the ticket money yeah could could uh you know they're missing out on a big chunk of change so and yeah. also but apparently he was messaging dana white to fight this guy diego sanchez who's he's like a he's a bum he's like he's a veteran fighter that that isn't I don't know it wouldn't make sense for Conor McGregor to fight okay they're not on the same level yeah strange well but yeah Dana yeah from from what I got from that I'm I'm not privy really to like MMA or UFC fighting but uh, he uh, it seemed as though Dana White just wasn't sanctioning any fight that he was sort of wanting and you think that's because Dana White was uh, wanted more money because they'll be missing out on a lot of money yeah yeah because he like he's, he's the, the prized he's asset. The, he's the golden goose. Apparently, the 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 last fight was the most expe- most pay per view fight of all time on the UFC. The Cerrone yeah. one. Yeah, I mean it's it's mad as well because that that's the worst fight. So, so yeah, Cerrone was a uh, like he's old. He ne- he never performs in like like he'll he'll put together a, a good run of wins. Yeah. But when it gets to the big fight, he he won't show up. That's so weird, isn't it? It's just the psycho. He, but he's one of those guys who he's sponsored by Budweiser, oh. and he he drinks all the way up to to the fight. Like he'll drink like like before training, after training. He's one, and he's he's a kickboxer as well. So maybe it's something in the the kickboxing culture. I think so. <laughs> I think so. And but he does like extreme sports, and he was like a week before a fight, he's like, "Was it like wakeboarding?" Doing no, all this some people shit. have it, have it, have it down though, because it, it, just imagine that life, man. You're getting paid millions. Yeah, you're you're living your best life practically. You're drinking up until yeah. fights. You're winning some of them. You're losing a couple. You know, some people obviously are motivated by success glory and not losing some some other people are motivated by just living the best life that they can for us so yeah. I, I, the hats off yeah. to the guy that wears the hat i think he's one of those guys yeah and he's a uh, he's he's got this dream setup or well, for me at least where he's got a ranch mm. he calls it he calls it the bmf ranch the the bad mother effer ranch <laughs> and uh <coughs> Like he just he's got everything he needs to train there, yeah. and he's got like a paintball oh, man. paintball area. Yeah, you're describing he's got, like, like quad the bikes best life. and hunting, and and he's got his wife and kid there, and he brings in fighters to train with. He's just he's got it all. Ah, that sounds amazing, man. Yeah, but so so yeah, Conor McGregor, mm. this guy, he's fighting someone he knocked out. A few, it must be like. Five or six years ago. He said it was his first Las Vegas fight. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, but the thing is, since then, Poirier's Poirier's definitely grown as a fighter. Mm. You got—I mean—they both got beat by Khabib. Who hasn't? Uh, and that's why that's why Conrad wants to go on a run now because Khabib Khabib uh, Khabib's gone. Yeah. And he he doesn't have to worry about getting mauled again. Because he would, so, wouldn't he? In that style of fight, yeah, it's like it wasn't a great fight to watch necessarily because Khabib. Well, I mean, I suppose it was, but um, it's like the styles didn't yeah, match up. He's such way... a dominant fighter. Yeah. yeah, he's just gonna grapple you, and he does that weird thing where he like ties up he... your legs, yeah. and then you've got like your legs are tied together, and he like envelops them <laughs> with his legs, and is just on top of you. Telling you that you're worthless and he's beating you up. So, <laughs> like, he'll do things where he's, he's got people up against the cage, he's beating on them, and he starts talking to, like, the commentators, like, I'll do this to anyone. And he's, like, talking to Dana White, saying, just give me the title shot. And he's, he's saying to the guy he's beating up, just give up now, I don't want to do this. <laughs> he's, he's an animal, bro. <laughs> he comes from, like, he comes from Dagestan, which is just, it's, I mean... A lovely country, but there's not a lot going on. So the kids just train yeah, yeah, to fight yeah. and they wrestle. I watched uh, I watched recently Tom Hardy on a I think it was a fifth gear documentary where it was an expedition going in like the coldest place in Siberia and they go they go through like the I don't know the Kazakh mountains or what Tom Hardy yeah 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 <laughs> but he's with this whole like army expedition team. And it was basically just a promo for a particular type of oil <laughs> because the oil doesn't freeze in this car. <laughs> but apparently when you go through these mountains, you can't turn the car off. They didn't turn the car off for a week. Yeah, it'll freeze. Oh, my God. It won't start up again and then you're fucked because you can't move. And uh, at one stage, at one stop in this uh, sort of expedition, they, they stop off where they have like a fighting camp and it's... It's like minus 30 degrees at this place. But these guys, the the fighting style or the thing that they use is like, they're so humble. So they won't, they won't even showboat. You know, even though Tom Hardy got in the ring with them, this guy schooled him, but he didn't yeah. at all in any way sort of like take it to the next degree. He just sort of humoured him and then just sort of put him out of his misery. And also to another sort of like RAF guy or whatever. What was the... Uh... What were they? What was the like fighting style? It was like a wrestling. It was like a particular type of wrestling, and they were just moving them up, but <laughs> in a way which like they could have gone to like so many yeah. other levels, but just uh, yeah, didn't didn't do what that. What sort of whereabouts was it? It was through Siberia, so they just went. They went through the coldest part. Did of... they look like a bit Asian? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I don't know where that is. That's like Siberia's over <laughs> in the east of Russia. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. It's all the way, east. all the way east. Um, over by America, potentially. America and certain <laughs> Russia are like a mile away from each other. You wouldn't know it from the way our map is. Yeah, I know. Because we're in the center of the. We're in the center of. I, but if you're in America, if you go to any if you go to any country, they're they're all, they're all in the center. 
So the way we look at a map is different to the way Russia looks at a map because Russia will be in the centre of that map. It's weird, isn't it? Because <laughs> I don't know. I'd never, I'd never really contemplated that up until I think it was at college, and uh, my history teacher told me that obviously in Russia they're in the centre. The... <laughs> Damn, your history teacher's condescending, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like obviously, <laughs> obviously, Joe. Come on. <laughs> no, but the whole class was like, oh, <laughs> you know, it's just something you never really think of. That's why they should get you looking at globes more. Yeah. So you understand the... Uh... Although, I mean, what is the actual proof that that is what the world looks like and it isn't just flat like a map? Hey, man, yeah. I mean, flat earthers would say that it's just in... <laughs> it's in... <laughs> flat earthers say Imagine the Earth was like a... It's like a... It's like a... Just a run, run strip in the middle of a solar system just yeah, like this. Exactly. Like just... Exactly, and that makes sense. There's been there's been a few. One time I was watching an interview with this basketballer called Kyrie Irving. Great basketballer. Yeah, I know that guy. And he started talking about the earth being flat. Just a real, he took a real left turn. It's so interesting when you actually listen to some sports people because I mean a lot of them aren't blessed with the old IQ, you know. Yeah, I know. But you know what's hilarious? Like if you watch uh, the, you know that GQ show where they're like ten essential items. Yeah, yeah. Like basketballers, they always have like these like self help books. <laughs> it's just like yeah, this. This helps me to be a better man. Blah 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 blah. And but then some of them go into like the real like spiritual side. Like there's some of them that have like sage. <laughs> They like burn sage in all the hotel rooms to dispel the spirits. So they they go a bit wacky because you got just got so much money, I guess. And they as you say, maybe not the highest IQs. I think when you meet people with money, they live on a different planet. Yeah, they 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 afforded the ability to sort of stop thinking like a regular man. Yeah. You know they're they're, they're able There's to not be a lot like, bring you back down to earth. <laughs> no, you, you just keep on floating, and yeah. people just carry on going. Yeah, man, that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> you just keep on doing. I mean, that. I would just surround you myself with yes men if I had any money. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'd surround myself with people going, "You're a cunt." Hey, but you need a great like accountant type person. That's yeah, who's be basically uh, your down dad. to earth. Like, your, your money <laughs> dad, and then. <laughs> But, like, in terms of just people you're hanging around with. Yeah. And I'd have lots of security, like like Mayweather. How is, have you seen the guys he walks around with? No, see, I'd do it more like Michael Jordan, you know? Like old oh, guys yeah, busy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just old, like, retired <laughs> just gambling. gamblers. <laughs> retired policemen yeah. that are gamblers also. Those would be my guys. I wonder what the job advert is like to, to hide when he hired those guys. It must be gamblers. <laughs> <laughs> one one uh, thing that just came to mind. I read an article about a new documentary about Tiger Woods. I won't bore you, but the the journalist that wrote the article was like, uh, "What we don't need is another documentary about Tiger Woods. We've seen it all. Whatever." This new guy come came out with a revelation that Tiger's father and the head pro at the course that Tiger grew up playing on. 
they were both womanizers. Uh, they were both sort of so the pro and the dad were just out there shagging whilst Tiger Woods was on the course because the the dad had a Winnebago, so like a caravan like an type. Yeah, an RV, and they go from place to place in this thing with Tiger practicing. The the pro and Earl Woods and Earl Woods and the pro would just be off shagging just take in, the in the RV. Yeah, for like for like three hours whilst Tiger's practicing and. Uh, yeah. So that's where he learned it. That's where he learned it. It's a pretty cool revelation, to be honest, because Lord knows I've seen every piece of footage <laughs> needed to be seen of Tiger, Tiger Woods. That sounds like he had a big hand in that documentary. He's looking for a scapegoat. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the, apparently the, the first line from, from the guy who's making this uh, sort of accusation revelation well it's not an accusation because it's the guy who was shagging around oh, with the, the dad it's the pro who's coming out he said oh tiger's gonna hate me for this you know because tiger woods completely idolizes his dad as most people do but i mean it was like beyond sort of rationality it was just like uh his dad was his savior and stuff it was a bit it was an intense relationship there comes an age when you realise your dad isn't the greatest person of all time. But unfortunately yeah, for the... Tiger Woods, it came now. <laughs> <laughs> when you're 45. Um, so to quickly touch yeah. on some, some soccer. Yeah, some soccer say soccer because we're worldwide. We've got fans all over the, all over the <laughs> shop. Um, yeah. So Tottenham um, are a nightmare. Uh Chelsea are in a yep. disarray. You're what are you like eighth or ninth or something? Oh, yeah, touching ninth. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, I think we're sixth. You could have gone third. Could have gone yesterday. third yesterday, but to be fair though, I mean, I, I like I like Scott Parker, but Fulham Fulham yeah. just looked good. I don't know if it was because we we were pretty lackluster. I think yeah, it was confusing watching the game because the second half. I, to be a counter-attacking team, surely you're just counter-attacking against the better side. Yeah. But yesterday, it looked as though you were counter-attacking against Fulham, who are at the bottom of the league. <laughs> and that just made no sense to me. Like, why would you set up your team to counter-attack against Fulham? Because it just invites them... You just them... have to take your chances, though. Even if if you want to counter-attack, mm. you have to... When yeah, the you chances have to be arise, clinical. Yeah. Yeah, Son, Son missed a couple headers. You just don't mm. want him heading the ball, no, do you? I mean, no. Kane's goal Especially was Especially not from, from how far like, a, a, a few of them were that, that he was trying to Oh, head. my God. Yeah, at least try to chest it or something. Or, I don't know, do something different. Shambles. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, it was we need to, it's confusing. I, I say 2 nil up. And I've, I've been this way, even on Football Manager, on FIFA. <laughs> you, don't, you don't just try and hold a 1-0 win. <laughs> 1-0 is not secure no. for me. Mourinho's teams years ago, the Inters, the old Chelsea, yeah, potentially. He had like but we had, world we had animals. Yeah. We had animals. Yeah. We had Balak. We had Essien. We had Makalele, Lampard. Yeah. We had Terry, Cavallio, yeah. Ashley Cole, and some At other Inter, right-backs. So I mean, killers. Yeah. We've got, we've got a good team, but we don't have that calibre. <laughs> 
No, 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 no. no where they could does. hold out a 1-0. <laughs> they could hold out. Yeah, I mean, that Chelsea team yeah. would rival many teams yeah. nowadays, you know. So, uh, yeah, but they were men. They were like big they would fucking win everything brawly right men. Now. I don't, uh, <laughs> yeah, I I don't think, think yeah, there's I any think team out there that is, that is a standout in that way right now. No, no, no. Personally, I agree with you. I think... I don't know, but I think it's the way football's just yeah. moving on. It's the way the style is evolving. It's more of a quicker, high-tempo game. Also, uh, I don't know if this is like a completely, just like a sort of a, <laughs> an old man's take, but why don't mm. they use like VAR and stuff like that to properly clamp down on diving? It makes if no you sense can do it retrospectively, then yeah. You you just have a like a board of even like ex players and and officials, and you can just completely stamp out diving. You just give immediately. Bands you just give them red fines. cards afterwards. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They can completely get well, rid of it, fines. but they don't want to. They they earn too much money. It's true. Yeah, the fines. Like, All the fines, yeah. even Cavani's fine recently was like seventy grand. It's like, bruv, he earns that in his sleep. <laughs> He earns that yeah. from the hour when he touches his head on the pillow <laughs> to when he wakes up. Seventy grand means yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, the fines, the fines is a bad idea. If you were to, but you can't find a player twenty mil, but you could. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I mean? And then that'd stop. Yeah, him. exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, F- football's it's crazy at the moment. But I mean, Chelsea, we have a great team on paper, um, and we we seem to get some bargains in the summer. For like Werner, or on paper, Werner was like everyone was like, "How do you get this guy for like thirty million or whatever?" Giz is not scoring goals. Whether that's down to like Lampard's, uh... obviously he had one season at Derby, and then he came to Chelsea, did quite well last year. But pff, is he up to the task in hand? I, I'm not sure. But man. I mean, I just hope that obviously I'm not I'm not upset at the fact that you guys are, are struggling <laughs> yeah. a bit. But uh, I would I would hope, for, from from an impartial perspective, that they give him some time, and they don't just pr- I'd sack him right now, <clears throat> like they have done. Yeah, yeah. Previously. Yeah, with everyone. Yeah. I mean, but with uh, with Fa- Ferguson, he had three seasons where man, you were shit. Yeah. Initially, at the start, yeah. The three yeah, yeah. at the start, and then he became the best manager to have ever lived. You know. In my opinion, you yeah. don't win like 20, 20 cups or thirty cups or whatever he did. He was winning the Premier League every year practically. He even did some stuff. He won something in Europe with Aberdeen. But I mean, it was pre-Champions League, but it was like Cup Winners Cup or something like that, Mm-mm. which is absolute madness. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, other than that, football. I mean, Man United seem to just be getting goals. Yeah. And- well, they haven't lost the way since Liverpool. Marcus Rashford, he gives something in that dressing room. I think he must be bringing like some spiritual good karma luck He's to the out team. The yogurts. He's keeping everyone. <laughs> One for each day of the week. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to be fair, for a while I was I was writing off Man U. Well, I mean, because they had a rough patch, didn't they, at the start? I mean, they the are, the yeah, season. they lost. They lost They've like been two games. They put together wins. Initially. 
recently. They haven't lost in like 15 games. They've made 29 points out of the possible... Oh no, they've made 32 points out of a possible 36. So that's crazy. That's how Chelsea won with Conte that year. We'd lost a few games to begin the season. Then in like 15 games, we didn't drop a point. That's how you win a league. That is madness. You just need a run. If you get a run, then you're right. Because at the end of the season, a lot of people have lost five games, four games at the at the top of the mm. table. You just need to make a a run of 10, 10, 11 games where you don't lose. And you draw like one or two. Because Leicester as well, they won so many games in a row when they won the league. Vardy scored in like 12 consecutive games. Oh, what a killer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, the thing is... I'll be happy if we get the Carling Cup or whatever it's called now. The and the, the FA Cup. Cup. I don't know about FA Cup. And the Europa League. Well, I'll take the Europa League, but yeah, because you get into the Champions who's... League. No, but that's see, I need I need to finish top four. We need that top four. <laughs> I think it's a yeah. it's like a Same it's a Chelsea. shot in the dark to to try and win the Europa League. And that's your route to, to the get qualification. We'll, yeah, because and I've United got a lot riding still on in the it. top four. I've got, I've got a, <laughs> a hefty bill riding on on top four with uh, with our friend Matt. Oh good. Um, yeah, cool. I reckon that's good. Uh, good. It'll be hard. We stay pretty on topic. It'll be hard to to, to cut out of this. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop recording yeah. right now. Thanks for listening.